0: hello and welcome to another edition of video games to the max i am your host sean Garman here with me as always mr Mark morrison howdy and well we are live on the socials right now except not youtube and twitch but we'll be on there on demand later and well we're definitely not going to be going through the everything at the game Awards. we'll kind of give our general impressions and favorite things and Obviously there's a lot of things that have come out of that So we'll talk about things that have come out From the Game Awards as well That God of War TV show Seems pretty epic We got Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion Impressions From both Mark and I And we've got a heck of a lot of other stuff As well Right after This <laughs> You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right. Well, so just so we can get the housekeeping out of the way, of course, if you're the first time you're watching us here or it's the 100th time, we always appreciate you. Welcome to the show. Hope you like it and stick around. And if you can't watch live or whatever when we report, we usually report pretty late, so that's okay. You can always watch On Demand on YouTube, WTO Network channel there. You get... Not only what we do here, but also all of the other stuff. We have Tata Kiki that does anime. We have MMA from Marks that does mixed martial arts. And we have a whole crew from Mark Radlitz that does movie reviews. They just did the Avatar uh, Way of the Water review. So if you wanted to check out their thoughts on that, you can certainly do that. Metal music, TV shows, everything there, they cover that. So Uh, We pretty much have a big smorgasbord of stuff here that you can enjoy You can also we have a W2 network on Twitch You can watch the show on as well if you prefer Twitch Uh, We also have a Facebook page W2 network We have our Twitter you can watch us there And also if you prefer to just listen on your podcast place of choice Which you know that's still how I enjoy most of the things that have now gone on video I still listen to podcasts You can do that on any podcatcher of your choice, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon, wherever it is that you like to listen, we're on there. And you can subscribe there, and then anytime we do a show, you can catch us and you can subscribe to the whole network on there as well if you want to listen to other folks' uh, stuff here. So that being said, let's get on with the show here. I know it's probably the oldest thing that we're going to talk about, but it's probably still the most newsworthy thing. Uh, that's happened since we're kind of towards the end of the year This is when everybody's doing their Their own game awards uh, Their own uh, Choices for who they think is going to be the winners uh, So you don't really get A ton of news That kind of thing Things are kind of like taking the break Before we get into the next year So I don't I don't want to go into Like everything that happened And all that stuff It's It's been way past that But what did you think about I guess the show in general compared to the other years. I mean, it got uh, a heck of a, you know, it went over 100 million viewers um, at one point throughout the show, which is an incredible number considering it's, you know, only 10 years old, about to be 10 years old next year. Uh, They seem to give the awards a bit more clout, even though they still skipped a lot of them. Um, and I thought the announcements were pretty good. But what did you think overall, Mark?
1: I mean, it was fine. It didn't seem any like different than the other years they've done. I mean the, I mean they took like the judge speech went on for like a little too long. I thought, well, everyone thought, uh, and that kid in the end should be shot. But that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. uh I think arrested or at least they they tried to charge him for that but i I
1: think personally i think the only thing i remember really from the show is like everyone on steam trying to win the steam deck from it
0: (laughs) yeah um i thought that they did a really good job of making the awards they did announce very important with having the big name actors which i think shows a lot of how the show has progressed and it's it really is it, it did feel like a little bit of that oscar a little bit of that golden globes like Look, Al Pacino can't read, but he's there. You know, like that's a big deal. Um, for they should just, for the they game.
1: Yeah. We can at Bernie's and just propped him up in the corner or something. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> um, but it, yeah, and, and the announcements I thought were pretty good. I like the fact that it didn't like it didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome this time. Like a lot of times the game awards feels like it goes on way too long. And by the end, of you get to that, like last hour, you're just waiting for it to end. Uh, It didn't feel like that this year, which I think is something that's worth saying. Um, It's worth pointing out because I'm glad that they improved that. He really did actually like listen to people and, and know that we had complaints about that. And, you know. It's it's cool that he he listened, you know. Um, they did have some big announcements, like that Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. Uh, they had uh, Armored Core 6. Um, they announced the... Is that where they announced the Horizon multiplayer?
1: No, they've just been talking about that, but no. They didn't show anything off
0: or anything. Um, I couldn't remember because they've had the news come out about it since then. So it was like, I couldn't remember if they should. They showed some Horizon thing, though. It was the DLC. They showed the DLC off, Yeah, for Ridden West. Um, you know, so Sony had the Street Fighter 6 got shown pretty early. They had the that Dead Cells partnership with Castlevania, which was pretty cool during the pre-show. Um, Hades 2, which that was... I mean, people were kind of talking about that, but it was still pretty shocking that they, they did it this stranding too. Right. I, overall, I mean... These are some, they had some pretty big announcements. uh, And cool that, you know, we got to see them there. And then that clip from the Super Mario movie was uh, pretty fun uh, as well. So, I mean,
1: I I showed him the trailer after it happened, but that, I showed him again the trailer rather, but that crime Bot, crime boss, Rock A City game. Yeah. I, I watched that and I was like, this is what Saints Row should have been. Maybe yeah, they totally game-
0: they totally nailed the '90s, getting everybody from the '90s. <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe not from a gameplay perspective, because I'm not sure how well like the whole online thing is going to work or like first person stuff. But right, like, from a cast perspective or from like a tone perspective, it's like, yeah, this is really what Saints that Saints reboot should have been.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. That was like, man, all of these actors are on here and actresses. That's that's pretty awesome. I definitely want to check out how. That all comes together for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, we also, you know, got some other cool stuff on there. So, like, I think he pretty much nailed it as far as what you kind of want from the Game Awards. Again, like, would you love more awards being shown off and everything? But I think I'd rather what we got than a five-hour show because we have to try to do everything in it.
1: Yeah, I saw some so, people complaining on Twitter. And my response was, "What well, you want him, want him to bring back G4 even? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, if that's the thing. It's like, he has to cut something. So if you cut a bunch of the announcements. I, I mean. Uh, you know, like. Personally, to I would have
1: cut, yeah. cut that one of the, at least one of the music performances.
0: Yeah. But I think the music, he uses the musical performance to bring in the people that are not the hardcore gaming crowd. Um, which I can kind of understand in a way. Uh, I but, don't I mean, care for them, really. I mean, the the one with the Game Awards orchestra, that one obviously is cool, but I I tune out when we get to those where we're having...
1: Yeah, it's like, no, no offense to yeah. Bear McCreary, but he's not going to bring in people, or, you know, like non-gamers, because most gamers... Well, but Hosier known.
0: is, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, the kind of thing that you kind of just have to bear with it when it comes to that, because unfortunately, oh, I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know, that's that's what happens. Yeah, but I thought this was the best game awards they've had. He's probably had a period. So, I mean, that's an accomplishment in of itself.
1: I, I would have said that if I won a Steam Deck. <laughs>
0: oh well, yeah. <laughs> There's that too, obviously. Um, yeah, I think for the most part. I'm glad that Elden Ring won game of the year because I think we would have had too much oh, crap yeah. talked about afterwards. Uh God of you know God of War basically swept all the other smaller categories that it was in. Yeah. Um I wasn't happy about Stray winning all the indie stuff. Well, it's the internet At cat game, what do you expect? Yeah, but still. Um and then, you know, Senoblade got robbed for best score. But other than that, yeah, it they they pretty much nailed the, everything, and and it was a good show overall. Uh, there's a lot to take out of it as far as what's what's coming, and you know one of the things that they they had Kojima there to announce Death Stranding 2 with some of the actors and actresses, and then we have a Death Stranding movie happening. So yeah, that's... yeah, I wonder who's
1: going to be in the cast. <laughs>
0: Is he gonna just bring everybody in from? Both I, I the doubt games? everyone,
1: but I'm sure he'll get Norman Reedus in there.
0: Oh yeah, of course. You know he's he's got to be in there.
1: I think uh, uh-huh. what's her name, Leah Sadelo, actually has a career, so I don't know if she's gonna be too busy or not.
0: Well, maybe for the actual movie. Well, yeah. But you would think is gonna be the the bigger deal, right? Um, I mean, what did you? I mean, I I still haven't really played Death Stranding, so I can't comment on, like, what did you think about, I guess, the Death Stranding 2 announcement, and then, I guess, knowing that now we're going to have a movie. I
1: mean, mean, the game looked fine. Like, it looked, I mean, it's looking like he's finally mixing Metal Gear with Death Stranding, because, like, that thing is pretty big. Uh, Yeah. Movie might be okay. I mean, it's a weird game to adapt, I would say, because of how much, like, backstory there is. And you know just how much like I wouldn't say the game is like plot light, but there's a lot of you have to kind of infer, and they just kind of dump like dump plot at you at, at certain points, you know, like, what the fuck is going on here?
0: <laughs> uh, I yeah, I could see them trying to, the inferring stuff. I mean, that happens in movies; you can certainly uh, get away with that. Uh, I don't know about sitting there for ten minutes and just dumping plot on you, but right. There's enough action and enough drama in at least the cutscenes and things that I've seen that I could see it working pretty well as a movie. Yeah. I mean, Kojima's always wanted to do a movie, so uh, you know, if if he's not gonna be allowed to do a Metal Gear movie by Konami, I think this is the best thing you're gonna get, honestly. To be fair, Konami's not doing a Metal Gear movie either. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just saying if 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 I mean, Konami he would Death let Stranging, him do, or, yeah, 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 he owns trend, he can do it. But I'm just saying, like, if Konami were to let him do uh, a Metal Gear movie, that would be awesome. But you know, they're probably not going to. Uh and So it would yeah.
1: cost as much as the whole Avatar franchise.
0: <laughs> God, that's yeah. I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, definitely is for one of the movies. Sure, Um yeah, it, I think that. I like the fact that we're going down this road of video games are having all these adaptations and finally getting their due that they can. Well, comics have been mined pretty heavily. So that's
1: the only thing left.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I mean, well, yeah, that's true. They've kind of been saying this for a while. Video games are going to be that next thing that they're going to try to see which ones they can come in to make movie franchises and make those things last. But, you know, uh, DC is trying to get themselves back on the map here. So if they can get that working and then you get video game stuff. So why not? You'll have franchises for the next two decades or whatever. Yeah. Uh, to go through uh, for that matter. But I mean, that wasn't really the the only thing that kind of come out of that. They did talk about Armored Core 6.0. Was one of the bigger games announced? It was, I wouldn't say it was a surprise because I think we kind of knew about it. I think it was a surprise that they announced it there, and it was like the last trailer, <laughs> right? The last big trailer, and then you know they had to come out and basically say like, "Hey, just letting you know that it's not going to be um, like Dark Souls with Max,
1: yeah, you know
0: like, yeah." I mean, have you played any
1: Armored Core games? No. It is basically like here, like menu, like menu focused to an extent. Like here's the mission, you know, let's pick mission from from a from a mission list and hit go, and then then you actually play the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, they did say that they're in in what they talked about here. They're highlighting that the bosses are going to be the main focus of the game or the. Big highlight of the game. You know. That's the weird thing because yeah. Armored Core never used to have bosses, <laughs> or it used to have like
1: mech, you know, like just regular mech bosses, not building size, What the fuck, this is going to be, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, they even went to the point of saying the essence of the battles in which the player reads the enemy's moves and then plays games with them is, of course, provided as is typical from From Software. Um, but in this title, both the enemy and your own machine are aggressive and violent in their attacks. We're developing the game so the players can enjoy the dynamic and intense boss battles that only mechs can offer, along with the unique aspects of AC, such as how to assemble the right parts to take on the strongest enemies. So it looks like they're definitely trying to put some you know of how, the Dark Souls in it.
1: You know how or like some Pokemon franchises or generations you can carry over saves? Yeah. They used to do it with Armored Core also, like way back in the day.
0: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Too bad you can't do that now. Like I have an armored core five save from PS3. (laughs) Let me load it in my PS5 and go.
0: I mean, but what would you do with loading that save?
1: I mean, to have
0: all the mechs or?
1: No, it's not really. It's not really mechs. It's mech parts. Okay, mech parts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, pretty much build a mech from whatever you want. Uh, so different heads, different different torsos, different arms, different legs, and then weapons, stuff like that. And it would carry over like some money as well. Because the game is like just basically like Mercenary, Mech Mercenary, the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least, you know, between building this and making this and they are going to make more Dark Souls-type games because he said that uh, after winning the game of the year that they've kind of been inspired by everything that's happening around Elden Ring to keep doing their thing. Uh, Does that bring you some joy knowing that we're going to
1: I mean, Get I like Elden of Ring because it's like an open world game. If they go kind of g- go back to like their like Dark Souls or Bloodborne style, I don't think I'd like it as much. Actually, I can assure yeah. wouldn't like it as much.
0: <laughs> I mean, they they could have both, right? They could have
1: not really the one. It's, it's kind of one or the other.
0: Well, I meant like you could have both, as in you know, one time you have more of the Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and then the next yeah. one is more like Elden Ring, right? So. Uh, and I don't think they all have to be these epic experience. You could certainly have smaller ones as well to try to get I think more people. Yeah, I think
1: you're wrong about that. <laughs> you know, the the fan base would riot.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Uh, they are obviously okay with waiting. So if yeah. they, if he wants to make them all kind of big in length, then go for it. But I think there was definitely a lot of people that would want that would love to have a bloodborne too. Or- and not just everything be focused on like okay, what's the next Elden Ring thing that they're gonna make, right? But you know they got to get through Armored Core Six first, and then we'll we'll see what they do after that uh, for sure on that front. Um, then they also Hogwarts Legacy got a trailer uh, during the Game Awards, and then they also had like I think uh, another like gameplay deep dive as well, and they announced that. So, not all the versions are going to come at the same time. Uh, I guess there's a way to make sure that the current console and PC versions are going to still come February 10th. So, now they're going to have the PS4 and Xbox One versions come out April 4th and then of next year. And then Switch is going to get it on July 25th. So, if you're waiting for the, I guess, essentially last-gen versions of those games... Then you're gonna be waiting a little bit longer.
1: I would say you're gonna be waiting forever because I assume those will be quietly canceled down the road.
0: <laughs> you think so, though? No. After you like look
1: what could happen happened to Gotham Knights.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. After you go through the part of actually announcing all this, and then you're gonna cancel it. I don't
1: know. Or if it comes out, it's gonna be like a really, really bastardized,
0: you know, version. Yeah, I can imagine the Switch one's not gonna probably not gonna run well. And- PS4, Xbox One probably be okay, but it, you, there'd probably be a big significant difference with the current Gen 1s and those. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, we did mention the Horizon getting the DLC. Uh, you know, there's now there's a lot of Horizon stuff getting made. The TV show, the the DLC for Forbidden West, the VR the, game.
1: And then the multiplayer game. And
0: now there's possibly a multiplayer game which has not been totally confirmed but there's been you know uploads of 17 job positions job positions for a new online project uh Gorilla is mentioned in it you know looking for a new lead world designer to begin expanding the Horizon universe to a multiplayer audience there's a lot of i think we talked about the the possibility of being an MMO i mean i think we we said that I don't know if we want to see that necessarily, but... I
1: I just don't think Horizon has enough, like, lore or story to make it interesting, personally.
0: Well, I mean, do they really
1: have to if it's
0: just multiplayer-focused?
1: Well, because you're still going to have to play someone who has that stupid focus thing on his or her face, you know, ear. Like, they, I guess they kind of wrote, wrote that a little in the second one, but, like, the thing about the game is, like, she's supposed to be, like, a special character. And, you know, well, it's like, now I just have, now there's, you know, 10,000 of these people running around, you know, this thing. And we're all trying to take on the, you know, robot woolly mammoth or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could see it working from a perspective of, I mean, that is one of the things that people like doing in those games. Just going out and taking those I, down and one to do that with a friend. I
1: mean, it and, just reminds me of, like, how they keep trying to spread Resident Evil, like, into, like, a multiplayer game. And
0: right. They yeah. Keep,
1: they they keep trying, and aside from the first one, that PS2 one, like they always fail. <laughs> yep.
0: Like, like I could I could see it being like a mode that you put in like the mercenaries. Yeah, but even in... like that didn't even
1: like launch it. I mean, that's still not even
0: out. Well, the mercenaries mode for Resident Evil is for Resident Evil uh, for Resident not, Evil Not 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 reverse. I'm talking that, that's about I... the that. Extra mode, yeah, like yeah. But I, or... I was talking
1: about revert like that. Yeah, that reverse thing. It's like,
0: yeah, like <laughs> I just, I think it could work necessarily from a per, that perspective. I don't know that it's going to be this awesome thing that catches on. I mean, it may do decently well, like the Ghost of Tsushima one. Um, I'm sure that whenever the if they ever do release factions for the Last of Us. One, it will do well, but I don't know that it's going to be this (laughs) immense thing that's going to be something that they need to keep iterating on constantly. Right. Um, And, you know, making sure you have updates and all that stuff. I applaud them for wanting to keep expanding their universe, but I think it's also, like, bordering on the it's becoming too much. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're the one that, that plays... That, you know that's played these games. That, so. That's why.
1: That's why I said I don't think the the universe can support all this crap. I mean, the, the TV show is different, but like, right? The VR game, the multiplayer game, the inevitable. Well, the DLC, which might be interesting, just right. like a like I want to like explore like a Hollywood movie lot or something. Um, and the inevitable sequel that's you know it's coming down the pipeline eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a Horizon Three just so they can, I guess end Aloy's story, or whatever they're gonna do with that. There's never gonna be an end. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe they just keep, uh, just keep that thing going until it yeah. just they burn it to the ground, and people don't want anything to do with Horizon anymore
1: after that. I mean, I, I, um, I felt like that after the second game. So
0: <laughs> it it does say something that once again it did not win anything. Yeah. At the game awards, it totally got beat by other games, right? Uh, when it comes to that, so that's uh, pretty interesting on that front that they, they didn't gain support in order to like actually win some of these awards. So, sucks. Both times, Horizon gets just completely well, mauled by another game. First game was <laughs> uh,
1: Breath of the Wild an, an accident, yeah. or you know, that was an, an unenforced error second one not so much
0: <laughs> yeah the second one they knew Elden ring was coming yeah. and they they couldn't move it at that point uh the first one they didn't know the switch was going to be the powerhouse that it has become right and then obviously breath of the wild becoming the that revelation for zelda that nobody knew it needed until they played it so yeah yeah that's uh going to be a interesting thing when we we come down to this for horizon it is something else going to I mean, that VR game is obviously only going to reach a certain audience. Right. But are they going to try to do better about whenever that third game comes of? Don't put it in the same month and a week before one of these other big games. That'll, <laughs> that'll that?
1: be right when Elden Ring 2 comes out.
0: Yeah. That'll be the thing that you have to deal with after that. Um, so just to stay on the Sony front here, because we're uh, already talking about a, a Sony franchise here. Uh, God of War, we we had talked about this before. We knew that this was in development, but there wasn't ever really an announcement from Amazon itself saying, hey, we're working on this. Hey, it's happening. This is what it's based on. Yeah. All that. Um, now they finally have uh, come out and said it. And so that's the thing is... Uh, it seems that it's like it's going to be pretty epic. It's You may want to tell what it is. <laughs> well, the God of War TV show, I said that. So it's yeah, going to okay. be based on God of War 2018. Uh, they said it's going to be very faithful to the story. Uh, take that what you will. Uh, I mean, Amazon says that they, in the quote, they say that you know Amazon is known for adapting things very well. Tell that you to Lord know. of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Lord of the Rings because there were certain things I think that they knew they weren't going to do better than Peter Jackson, so they just didn't touch it. Uh, But that being said, could they do this really well? Sure. Am I going to be interested? Yes. Do I want it to succeed? Yes. Um, I don't don't think they're going
1: to get – I mean, I know you said he wants to do it, but I don't think they're going to get Christopher Judge to do it. (laughs) No,
0: but I don't think –
1: yeah, I can see him having a role, maybe like Kratos, Kratos as a dad or something like that. But I think that dude is too physically like messed up to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, he he even mentioned it in that speech that he did, where he he doesn't know how much longer he's gonna I mean, be able to do Kratos.
1: He, he's almost sixty, I think, or he might be yeah. actually over sixty. Let me check. Uh and like the re, a reason one reason got, Ragnarok got delayed is because he had to get like knee and hip surgery done. Right, so exactly. Like, that's not. I mean, yeah, like, you can't exactly carry on a Ragnarok te- or God of War TV show. <laughs> like, yeah, he's 58, so he's on- he's almost 60, so...
0: I mean, it does have uh, some really good writers and a, a great showrunner and Rafe Jenkins who did The Wheel of Time. Uh, you know, they're all going to be also serving as executive producers, and uh, Corey Barlog is involved here as well, so, you know...
1: Ooh, didn't the Wheel of Time only last one season? Oh, yeah, no, but it's still, still going
0: on. No, it's, yeah, still going it's still on. going on. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, and it's supposedly really good. I just haven't, I think I've watched like one episode, but still, you know, the thing is, if they're going to try to be faithful to it, I'm down for that. Um, it looks like that's what HBO is doing with Last of Us as well. So, if that's how they're going forward with doing these TV shows, that's going to only make them really good for the people that have played these games and then also bringing people into the gaming universe as well through those shows. Yeah. So I'm not
1: going to resident evil it.
0: <laughs> yeah, please don't Yeah. If you're going to do resident evil, just don't even bother because all they seem to do with resident evil is just how can we butcher this even more? Uh And it looks like they're not trying to do that. There, everything seems positive positive. Um, they even put in there, if you never played the game, you're going to fall in love with the show and feel very much invited to play the games. We think this is going to be huge. The Last of Us show has that feeling every time I watch one of the trailers. Um, So hopefully once we actually get footage of this, it's going to be pretty great, epic, and we're going to be wanting to watch it. You know? Yeah. Um, So, I mean, we haven't really seen anything of the uh, Sony Side for Horizon yet either, um, you know let's let's see what that is going to be. Quite honestly, right? Because uh, that's the one I'm interested in. Are the, Is that going to follow the story for you know for for Horizon very closely, or are they going to try to not really make that like the games? What are they going to do with that? We'll see. I'm mean, I um, not
1: making it yet, so or you
0: know there's almost nothing about it. Yeah, so. we, I mean, yeah, we don't even know who the anything really about the cast or anything like that either. But I mean, talk about bringing gaming experiences to another realm. Uh, we weren't, uh, we didn't do a show where we got to talk about Henry Cavill leaving as Superman. It's funny because he left The Witcher, we talked about him leaving at The Witcher. Then at the time that we didn't do a show, he was going to be Superman, then James Gunn uh, got brought on to be like the head of the DC, you know, universe reboot Universe reboot, and then they basically aren't bringing back anybody that was part of that. Um, even The Rock, he came out today and said that Black Adam's not going to be part of the first run right. of whatever movies they're going to do. He said that you know they're not ruling out that he might come back later, but right now you know, that's not in the plans. And then Henry Cavill made a A statement saying he's not going to come back as Superman either. Uh, Gal Gadot's going to come back as Wonder Woman, Uh, and then, but he is going to bring in uh, a Warhammer 40k uh, franchise to make films, TV series, and other content. Well, it's a TV
1: Uh, show on Amazon, but
0: yeah, but I mean, I think he also wants to make
1: yeah. yeah. If if he had enough of a budget, it might be interesting. But that's an expensive universe to screw around with.
0: Yeah, I mean, but hey, if 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 somebody wants to do it and he's a fan of the games, I mean, I don't think that that's. I, I'm gonna give him a shot at doing it. Yeah,
1: right, you know. What, one quick 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 thing: Did you see the rocks? Like the thing about the rock and not wanting to be in uh, Shazam two. Really,
0: I, I like, mean, what? it doesn't surprise me because apparently, uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to lose to Superman either.
1: Yeah. But so, it's like you're Black Adam is a Shazam villain, like you idiot. Like he's not like the greatest character ever. And the fact that they have made a Black Adam film in the first place is nuts. But it's like, yeah, you should be in Shazam too. Because the the goal is to have you fight Shazam, not you dink around in your own stupid movies.
0: Yeah, I mean that I mean I agree with that. He's he's supposed to like come in. And, but I guess you know because he's The Rock, he doesn't want to be yeah. losing. Uh, like and and I, I I get it that he's uh, try to protect his his brand or whatever. But honestly, dude, people know that you know you're not the actual character, right? Like, um, I think he tries to put too much of himself in these things. The same thing happened with with the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that worked out. Deal? Well. Why yeah. that followed out With well, that, you know, he had a fallout from that because. He just I, apparently doesn't want to look bad. And he...
1: I mean, the Warhammer thing might be interesting. It, I guess it depends on where they take take it from the show. I mean, take it from the... There's not really a story. I mean, there are novels and stuff, but there's not, like, an overarching, like, Warhammer 40K story, except for, like, mm-hmm. the Horace heresy stuff, and that's kind of a nightmare to get into, so... So isn't there, like, uh, comics or books? Or... Well, yeah, I mean, but it's not... There's not, like, a... Uni- like it's not like a unifying like plot of Warhammer 40k aside from like the, you know, the emperor is in the chair and, you know, all this other stuff and chaos reigns, and, you know, but yeah.
0: Well, um, Austin, uh, Fon he, you know, actually used to write for us at the site. He's a big Warhammer player. And he says he's stoked that Henry Cavill and is leading the charge for this. I mean, I, I think that's great when you get some a celebrity in in the Hollywood world who's an actual fan of this. Right. Actually be able to get this greenlit for one because I mean, talk about like this is a, ne- a niche thing. I mean, even yeah.
1: It, it's going to be real funny though cuz also Warhammer 40K is very male dominated. Right. Uh like all the space marines are men essentially. Sort of interesting the the PC crowd going like why aren't there any women in the armor? It's like because there there aren't. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, they might change that. Well, that's <laughs> so, that's what I mean. I mean yeah. yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're
1: gonna like really screw screw this up, like Starship Troopers.
0: Yeah, I, I'm assuming they're they're gonna change that in order to make it a bit more you know in line with the 2020s uh, where you will have that uh, much to the complaints of people, I'm sure. But this is cool that it's happening. Uh, at least Henry Cavill doing his own thing now, now that he is out of two big franchises. <laughs> I guess I
1: guess he didn't want to be Bond. <laughs>
0: yeah, no. Uh, I'm still hoping that Elders Elba will eventually take the Bond role, but I also understand him not wanting to sign on to something that could be like 10 years of his life that he's stuck uh, yeah. to. I so. talked
1: to Jens about Elders Elba for a second. I mean, he's a great actor. Don't get, don't get, don't get me wrong. He's a terrible movie star. He's a great TV star, not a great movie star.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, great in commercials. Uh, I'm sure he's going to do great in that Phantom Liberty DLC for Cyberpunk. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, outside of uh, his role in Thor, I think people like has he. But I think it's also not necessarily his fault. I mean, no, like, he picks the,
1: bad to- or he picks bad bad movies. I mean, that's a lot of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> I would say that's more the thing of it's not necessarily his fault. It's that the movies wind up not being great. So yeah, he kind of suffers on that. And I guess to well, this kind of ties into the Game of as well. Before we go too far from that, because uh, there was a reveal of a bayonetta origins uh game that's going to come out like early next year yeah which uh that was surprising i think like if we if uh we knew anything about if people knew anything about it nobody was talking about it at all so this was definitely a surprise when they announced this uh bayonetta origins game and then you know you have uh that it's like in a different art style it looks more like it's out of Almost like a, a children's book.
1: It looked like um, Okami, kind of.
0: Yeah, it looked a lot like Okami, that too. And, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in playing it. But then this kind of led to, like, okay, where are we going with this? Is there going to be more of these? And uh, Hideki Kamiya basically came out and said, I don't want Bayonetta to ever end. I'm I'm going to pitch a Bayonetta 4, 5, and 6 to Nintendo uh I'm going to be doing more Bayonetta stories um well like, hopefully they hopefully <laughs> they run better and aren't as all over well, the place Well I mean Bayonetta if they're 3. on the switch then <laughs> there's not a whole lot he can really do there but um I mean what do you think about this like just could Bayonetta really have like its own universe where you have char- games that are about the side characters and stuff like that ah. and
1: I don't think so. Like, I mean, this is a prequel. I get prequel, so maybe that's interesting enough. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's like when uh, they I mean, tried. It's like when they tried to make like Devil Devil May Cry spin off in like Virgil or you know Dante's son or not right? I think it was his son. It's like who cares?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think this is obviously this going to be interesting because it's a prequel, a kind of origin to Bayonetta story. But yeah, when you start branching out to the side of carriage with stuff like that, I think you're gonna start getting diminishing returns. Um could there be a banana of four, five, and six? Sure, there could, but and he better start he better hope that the switch has uh whatever the switch two is or the next Nintendo system is has a lot better uh hardware in it. So it can yeah, run that better. Um Just before we go too far from, because we were talking about that uh, Warhammer 40K thing as well, Austin had a kind of retort to what you said, that the lore is all over the place. It's got a giant linear story, but it's all war. Battles here, battles there. It allows freedom for storytelling. If it's in the 40K setting, it'll be after the Horus heresy, so plenty of marine chapters to pick from. Rumor is that he's playing an ultramarine, so... And he does say that there are female ace theories oh. and battle sisters. So.
1: I only know it from the games, and they're yeah. all men in that. So Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, except like I like said, pi- there's a lot of lore there. Except
1: for like pilots and shit like that, which doesn't count.
0: <laughs> right. But, I mean, there is going to be uh, – that's going to be interesting. He's got plenty of universe uh, to go through. Uh, he knows the, that story, so he's going to know what he wants to showcase in that. So that's what's cool about having a fan embrace that. But is he going to get the studios to go for that? That's the thing. Is whoever's going to be doing the TV show uh, with Amazon, are they going to give him carte blanche to kind of just, all right, you run the show, whatever. Or is he going to have to make a lot of sacrifices? Right. Yeah. I think that's going to be the telling thing on how good that one's, how much is he going to have to, you know, deal with that. So, One of the stories that did come out of the Game Awards, um, and this is going to start a whole run of talking about Microsoft here. I was trying to put it off as much as possible because it also ties into the freaking Activision Blizzard uh, acquisition thing that seems like we're never going to stop getting stories about. Uh, Microsoft was basically, or Xbox, was basically aside from commercials for Game Pass and the fact that Phil Spencer and Sarah Baum were there uh, non-existent at the game awards.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> they didn't show anything. I mean, it, yeah, they, they even, showed they even, nothing. Yeah, they didn't even
0: try. <laughs> um there's a lot of thought that maybe they're just making themselves look like the, they suck so they can get this merger through. The, the well, maybe uh, yeah. th- that
1: might be valid, but like the funniest thing was like that High on Life game came out like last Tuesday. And they should have had a fucking trailer at the Game Awards going, like, hey, this game is out in three days or four days. Like, it, it got released, and, like, no one played or, like, no one even knew knew about it. Like, I thought it was going to be out, like, next year sometime in, like, June or something. But, like, it's out now. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, I knew it was coming, but I agree with you. The, mm-hmm. like, suddenness of which it would just dropped was like, oh, it's out now. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: and it's like, oh, you have to yeah. give a big game award show thing. Maybe show a trailer and say out Tuesday or, you know.
0: Yeah. Even gonna... that, like, it, and it's not your game, right? It's it's a third party, like, basically, like, at the most, if not indie, like, maybe you can call it double A game. Yeah. It wouldn't affect you in the in the acquisition talks or whatever to have at least that and say, hey. Uh, December twelfth is out. You know, go play it. Um, I haven't downloaded. I haven't been able to play it yet, so I can't give my thoughts on it. But the general consensus is that it's not the best game. It's a wonderful like uh entertainment thing. It's funny. Uh, if you like Rick and Morty, you're gonna love this. I've heard it's only if you like
1: Rick and Morty. And yeah, but so. it's not.
0: Um as a game, it's very basic. It's not something that's yeah. going to knock your socks off, gameplay-wise. Uh, you're basically getting through the game to get to the next comedic bit. Uh, apparently, there's like full-on movies that they made that you can watch inside the game, which is kind of astonishing in itself. Um, you know, so that's cool. And the, it's on Game Pass, so I, I can just try it out, and if it doesn't roll with me, I can keep playing some of the things that I'm playing that we'll talk about in in a little bit. Um, But yeah, I mean, and high life is apparently doing extremely well. Also, even without the help of Microsoft giving it a lot of advertisements, it's the biggest launch of 2022, which to be fair, considering how this has not been one of the better years for game pass, this has not been a year where you've had a huge slate of third party um you know big third-party grabs by microsoft that are showing up on here Uh, once you know they had the rainbow since extraction at the beginning of the year and then after that they were really quiet yeah Uh, to be fair i think again uh sony is obviously playing a hand in this that they are trying to prevent this from happening as much as possible um, I mean, obviously they're also not going to really promote and will be the show doing amazing because that's a Sony game actually. And so the fact that Highland Life is their biggest launch and biggest third-party Game Pass launch of all time, that's impressive. It, the biggest third-party Game Pass launch of all time, that's impressive. The biggest launch of 2022 is not really that impressive when you look at Microsoft had no first-party, no big first-party AAA games. They had Pentiment. Grounded finally got off uh game preview and Pentium. a great game in, in its own right based off of reviews. I haven't played that yet either, but it, you know, I don't know that it's this huge accomplishment that they're obviously trying to make it seem like. Right. Um, but it's still cool that people are playing it. It's, I think it's second right now in the most played games on game pass. Um, so that's positive. It doesn't have the like greatest of scores, like I said, because it's really an experience more than a game. So it's perfect for Game Pass. You can try it out. If it doesn't vibe with you, then you stop playing it and you move on to something else. I think if you're like asking people to purchase it, that's where you run into an issue. Yep. And just one thing, another thing, since we're on this uh, talking about Game Pass here, uh, there's thoughts on uh, thoughts from Microsoft about, that they may have a ad supported tier of gamepad uh we've known about the possible that they could have a cloud only tier that's kind of been thrown around for a while but obviously microsoft would have to beef up the cloud service right now it's not as good as it's serviceable it works if you just want to play the game But I think even if you try to put it on TVs right now, it's not great because it's only hit 720p, I think, um, which isn't great for, you know, playing on your big TV. That's cool for the Switch, but not when you're trying to play big games like what the Xbox has. And, you know, I think they need to improve that. But could they do an ad supported tier that I don't know what you take out of it? Do you not have PC game pass or every half hour? uh,
1: Just watch a commercial.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I'm assuming it would be when you first start up the game. Uh, anytime you go back to the home menu to switch out games, uh, it would play an ad or something like that. I don't have a problem with that because it's somebody that tries to save as much money as possible with these streaming services anytime, except Netflix, that is totally butchering their ad-supported thing. Like I don't know why Netflix can't just have an ad-supported tier for every single one of their tiers instead of Let's like totally downgrade everything just to have an ad supported tier. That seems, but they're trying to make you spend money. Like it's not, it's not rocket science here. (laughs) Well, no, what I'm saying, like, okay, why not? Why not give me like, save me a little bit like Hulu does or like Disney does. Right. You save a little bit and you get ads. So I'm getting your ads, which are helping you pay for this as well. And you're saving me money, not the Netflix thing where you're like downgrading what I get to to have your ads. That's Probably, of... met, like
1: they have the metrics that ads don't actually work that well. So they're going to get more ads later
0: on. So why not? <laughs> yeah. It's, but like it does. I've just learned to like live with the ads. So it doesn't bother me if they introduce something where it's like uh you know, Game Pass for consoles only, and it's got ads or something, Uh, but I I get the Ultimate because I like having the P and the Cloud stuff, so...
1: It's going to be like that one scene in Ready Player One where it's like, they try to introduce ads in in that thing, and it's like, oh, we have 23% of the screen is actually usable, and the other
0: 67% is just all ads. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... And and just to bring up something that Austin says uh, in a comment here, since we're talking about, uh, we're about to bring up the whole next stuff in the merger. Uh, Sony is, uh, Sifu is not exclusive uh, to to uh, PlayStation. It's yeah. already it's already out on Switch, and it's been out on PC. Um, that it's coming to Xbox, or I, well, I think it's coming to PC and Xbox at the same time. But that it's coming to Xbox is really not, has nothing to do with Sony. Sony just played for time that exclusivity is what happened, probably. And then they they let Nintendo have it first because Nintendo doesn't compete with them. As Sony has said many times in this whole fight with Microsoft, is that basically Nintendo is on its own little island and they admitted that and, and they're not competing with Microsoft, whereas Microsoft's trying to bring in Nintendo and say, hey, look, they are competition as well and They seem to exist fine without any of this stuff. So, you know, I don't know what Sony's problem is. But the newest thing here for the the merger that we haven't really talked about yet is, I think we hinted that this could happen, but it has officially happened that the FTC is, they're not trying to completely derail the deal, but they're blocking it to try to get Microsoft to make concessions, which still seems like we're trying to protect Sony's market leadership instead of actually protecting the the gamers, but whatever. Well,
1: the gamers. Uh, some gamers are suing Microsoft to stop the deal. So, case in point.
0: <laughs> right, but that's not gonna um, hold water. The FTC basically is, you know, trying to stop it. They, you know, we we've all they've all gone. The CMA is doing it. The EU's doing, it, even though the EU and the CMA are actually going a bit backwards on it. And in fact, the EU has sent out. Uh, documents to I think over a hundred devs trying to ask them what they think is going to yeah. happen. So that's interesting. Um, the FCC basically just wants Microsoft to make concessions here for Call of Duty and and anything else. And Microsoft's already trying to do that. They've they've uh, offered that ten year deal to Sony, Nintendo, and and Steam already signed theirs actually if this deal goes through Sony still has not and now they're even offering Call of Duty is going to be available to be on PlayStation Plus. I mean, what do you think about this? Like the fact that hey, this is one of Jim Ryan's big deals, right? He doesn't want Call of Duty going on Game Pass and then the only option that Sony has is that oh yeah, on PlayStation you got to pay 70 bucks. So now you're you could technically get the PS Plus service and also get Call of Duty you think this makes it fair then
1: i mean it depends on like game with ps plus it's only on there for like a month with game you know game pass it's theoretically year-round or forever
0: right yeah but, because it would be a microsoft product at that point so technically yes it would not come off the service
1: yeah yeah and yeah. and if it would just be like the you know the free-to-play stuff or like the whole game or just the multiplayer part
0: yeah, I, I I would imagine it would have to be the whole game. Like, I don't think that they would just they would go for only the campaign is on PS PlayStation Plus. And then you got to buy the multiplayer.
1: No, I think if you the other way around, it'd be multiplayer on on PS Plus, and you have to if you want the campaign, you got you had to go buy it. It's fine because you know no one not not a ton of Call of Duty players care about the campaign. So,
0: I mean, you're right about that, but I think also like I. Th- that would just kind of defeat the whole purpose here of trying to say that you're, you're giving them the same version on PS plus that you're going to have on game pass. And then you do that. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think this is good that Microsoft's doing these concessions um, just so they can get the deal through. I'm not a big fan of what they did, not showing up at the game awards and trying to make it seem like they don't have like fable is your game. You've had that for Ever um frozen motorsport is yours. Uh that you don't show off anything from Activision Blizzard, or you don't show off even stuff from like things that you've recently acquired. I kind of get it, but you have games development that those are your games, so why couldn't you show a trailer for something or, like that?
1: They can they can and, finally announce a brute force too.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just like the fact that they just show nothing. Yeah, is is very disconcerting when Nintendo has stuff they're showing, Sony has things they're showing.
1: I mean, also it's not like I mean, I guess one reason might be like it's not like
0: Microsoft won big at this thing, except for anything. I mean, no, no, they didn't have it. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, they but Phil Spencer and Sarah Bon was still there. I mean, so that's the thing. It's like and,
1: and it was at the Microsoft Theater, which is pretty funny.
0: Yeah, it's it's just the fact that you don't have anything there is insane to me and it's like i think it's really is as some folks are pointing it out you know it's a slap in the face to the gamers that they only have your console and you keep telling them oh next year is going to be the year and then dude i mean i get it if you don't want to show anything like oh right i don't want to show redfall or i don't want to show starfield because those are gonna light the fire for the the whole FTC and all that stuff because, Oh, that's from Bethesda and those are exclusive and look what they did. Look what they did. Well, I mean, you have other games that don't fall under that banner. So I I just don't. So how long are you going to make everybody wait to like, never show anything for your games while you're waiting for this thing to go through? Because this thing may not go through till the end of next year either.
1: That's the shadow, shadow, shadow releases. It'll drop it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's well, like,
1: oh, Starfield's out, huh? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, like, oh, hey, guys, uh, Starfield, it's there, you know? Uh, like, go play it on Game Pass. Like, oh, whoa, damn, okay. Um, they're saying you don't have to wait too long, but even if you're showing it in January, it's just, it's still disappointing. It's still very disappointing that, you know, you don't show anything at one of the biggest places to show uh, announcements or whatever at all yeah so uh moving on from uh that stuff uh hey finally mark i know you probably don't care about this but i am very happy that we finally get these final fantasy pixel remasters coming to switch and ps4 um i'm glad i waited and didn't just buy them on pc i knew this would happen eventually but damn what is this, like two years after the fact? Uh, spring 2023, you can buy Final Fantasy 1 through 6 as a bundle for $75. Uh, you can buy a Physical Collector's Edition for $260, uh, which that's, includes...
1: That's one you're getting right.
0: No, I'm not getting <laughs> that. Uh, the only thing I'm spurging on is that uh, Theater Rhythm Final Bar. Yeah, the, yeah, the big thing. one.
1: Which is still physical. Um, It's still only digital, I think. It's not physical. Yeah,
0: but still, at least you're getting all those songs, which to me, that's worth it or whatever. But, like, so here's what you get in this. You get physical versions, actually, of 1 through 6, the anniversary edition goods box, a bonus lenticular sleeve for the game package, a two-disc vinyl record set featuring newly arranged game music with exclusive cover artwork, uh, a specially compiled art book showcasing beautiful character pixel art and eight stylized pixel art character figures and window packaging. Uh, well, that's that's a lot of stuff. I guess that's oh, definitely worth $260.
1: I would say it's not worth $260, but what do I know?
0: <laughs> so uh, what do you think about, do you think $75 is fair for uh, the whole six game bundle?
1: Not really. I'd say 70 75 is a little weird
0: uh i mean to be fair i think they said that on when they first came out on pc it was 90 dollars for the whole thing
1: did they sell them as a bundle or just separately
0: no you can buy them separately as well yeah so it would technically be like what like 12 bucks a game so that's not too bad uh 12 bucks a game yeah i think that's fair uh you're not getting any kind of uh deal if you buy them all together, which that kind of sucks. I think you know, they could have lowered it to 60 or something for all six and save you some money there. Like essentially like get one free or something.
1: Well that's we like those Mega Man collections, so you know you get a whole bunch of those for like 40 bucks.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like number one, three of them are are NES games. Yeah. Uh now now to be fair, like the, the latter three are like three of the best RPGs ever made. But you know still you're also including 3 NES games in there um and you're going to tell me that it's it's not you couldn't let people save a little bit of money on on buying the whole bundle but it's still it's not bad to if you want to own it all you can if you want to just buy 4 5 and 6 which i definitely think you should definitely buy at least 4 5 and 6 um because those are awesome amazing rpgs that everybody should play if you're a rpg fan but yeah I, i'm just glad that they're finally coming especially on switch i can have them portably and play them whenever i want so yes thank you square for finally doing something you should have done from the beginning but whatever you despite, did it so.
1: despite scheme deck. you'll be all set
0: yeah but as we'll talk about i enjoy having things on my switch and not Paying a ex- bunch of money for Steam Deck stuff. Uh, yeah, let's talk about some people leaving and some people returning to various job posts here. Uh, Daniel Allegre, who's served as Activision Blizzard COO since 2020, is going to be leaving next year for a blockchain company, Yuga Labs. Uh, they're behind the board, uh, board Ape Yacht Club NFTs. Good luck with that.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm sure that won't fold in six months.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows who's going to stay on anyway after when if Activision Blizzard finally gets acquired by Microsoft. So he's probably just hedging his bets to go somewhere else. I don't know enough about the guy, but the fact that he's been in that role since 2020, and that seems to be since when Activision Blizzard got worse, Uh, if not for longer than that, I would say maybe he's not done a great job. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if you have any comment. Not
1: really, Uh, I I I don't don't care as long as, yeah, you know, the CEO is not the CEO is not important, it's when it's when Bobby gets out of there,
0: exactly. Uh, Which hopefully, as soon as that deal goes through, he is gone. Um, well, they said uh, he's
1: not, but yeah,
0: well, they said he's not because they have to say that right now, but I'm pretty sure he probably is going to be. Uh, I think Phil Spencer's kind of made that a thing that he's he is not going to deal with them uh, much so Chris Metzen who did leave Blizzard in 2016 he said he was retiring from the company is actually coming back as the general manager as uh, John Hyde the general manager of Warcraft now so he's going to come back as a creative advisor which that's cool Um. He will be focusing initially on World of Warcraft and then obviously going on to other things. Um I mean, yeah, that was yeah. around for a while. Yeah. So he's one of the big
1: like Warcraft lore guys. So right. this is probably good because like Warcraft lore is right now is pretty bad.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's cool that he's he is coming back. That's good for for you know, you that play well. Hopefully it does improve. Yeah. Uh, and and he can You know, add things to how it goes moving forward as well. Uh, John Carmack, who he has been in video games for a long time, um, is leaving Meta, and he's that would basically, yeah,
1: he has nothing but good things to say about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, he was a consulting CTO for Meta's VR projects, and you know, he did not have nice things to say.
1: he's kind of really burnt out about that the whole metaverse thing which is valid because no one wants But that. a lot
0: of people for, seem to be yeah except
1: for the insane not, ceo of facebook wants it and that's about it yeah. and it's like
0: no we have a no ridiculous amount of people and resources will be constantly self sabotaging squander effort there is no way to sugarcoat this i think our organization is operating at half the effectiveness that would make me happy
1: yeah yikes I mean, He says he's done with VR, but I'm sure he'll he'll go to PSVR or HTC eventually. To...
0: Yeah, that's just not that's not good though. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I just don't envision ever what what's his name Zuckerberg Zuckerberg wants for those like I mean no nobody wants to go to an office and have the headsets on them all day long. Like he no he literally yeah. wanted to be like Ready Player One.
1: I mean. The Oasis.
0: No, no, man. And... No. No. Every time. Look, I like Ready Player One. I've read both the books. I've watched the movies not great, but whatever. Um, I like that series. I like that world. I don't want to live in it. Yeah. Like, I don't think most people want to live in that. It's just that's that's one of those things like okay, it's cool to say we got there and whatever, but nah, man. Just just stop. Please stop having this this idea that we all want that. We don't. In fact, that would be very frightening and scary that if we ever accepted to get to that place in the world. So, no. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. John Carmack's probably going to go some other uh, thing there. Or not.
1: I mean, he could just get out and yeah. roll, right? You did. Eventually. Right. Let's see. Screw it.
0: Yeah, he definitely could uh, do that as well. I, I forgot to mention this. We were talking about Amazon earlier but this is kind of surprising though they are working on publishing and they're they're working with embracer group to publish the new tomb raider game yep so it's not going to be embracer group publishing or just picking a publisher out of one of their hats or whatever um it will be built alongside amazon from development all the way through publishing according to a press release uh, it's going to be single-player narrative-driven adventure that continues the Lara Croft's story from the previous games. That's going to be interesting how they're going to do that. It includes all the elements that have made Tomb Raider one of the most revered friends in gaming, giving players control to confident multi-dimensional hero Lara Croft and blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. I, I mean, Amazon's been improving their video game we output. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of people liked uh, what was the New World
1: uh yeah. for a while for a little while and then i think it kind of fell off but lost ark is still doing pretty well
0: yeah so you know hey i have trust that they could do well yeah. I, I you know right now Embracer doing anything with one of the big franchises is not going so well so
1: i mean at least it's still like <laughs> the original team is still doing it or crystal dynamics so yeah
0: crystal dynamics is i mean and it's gonna be interesting how they continue that from the other games i imagine well. it's
1: gonna be another re- like a hard reboot You think so? Yeah, because like the girl, the actress Camilla Luddington hasn't said like "I'm back" or you know anything like that, and she probably would have to say that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, I could see them doing that just so that they don't have to be using a lot of the same actors and how we do this, and yeah, uh, they can kind of go their own way on that point. But I think Amazon will do okay with it. Yep, uh, for sure. You have. some stuff that's not, I guess, one thing is tangentially related to video games. Uh, I don't know that we talked about Yuji Naka getting arrested before. No,
1: he didn't, but um, he got popped like a month ago for insider trading,
0: and yeah, he's getting so popped he, again for more insider trading. <laughs> that sucks. Um, so obviously, yeah, he did get popped for insider trading previously. Um, apparently, he has more insider trading based on the now defunct Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, which that's really uh, interesting that we are putting him in jail for that. Um, but yeah, apparently he, according to TVSI, he claimed that he was made aware that Squares plans to develop the game with a team prior to its official announcement. Uh, then he, did, he purchased 120,000 shares on the company at a total price of $834,000 you know before they announce anything ah yujinaka how far the mighty have fallen that just sucks man like his overall time Square Enix was not great and then like he just keeps getting arrested for things All right yeah it's like not great ah that sucks man yep one of the one of the great minds of video games and this is what He's getting remembered for right now for a while.
1: I mean, that's...
0: yeah. Yeah. Look, we all know about wonderland. So It is what it is. Uh, something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I, I loved Ash from the, you know, first few seasons of the Pokemon anime. Obviously he continued on for all these years as well as, as the games kept coming, he kept being part of the series. Uh, he finally got to be the Pokemon champion recently. Uh, And now they have officially confirmed that he will have an ending. After 25 years, him and Pikachu will have an ending. Uh, The final 11 episode run is going to start January 13th, and then there will be a new show that starts with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, the Paldea region, and they will have new protagonists Rico, Rico and Roy, and we'll have to see when those episodes start airing that feature the Paldea region, but I'm probably gonna gonna feel a little sad once we see Astro Pikachu do that final wave into the sunset. Um, but I'm I'm glad to know that it's gonna have an ending, not that it's like forever ongoing.
1: Well, yeah, it's like, like that. It's like when Yu Gi Oh ended, or like the the main five season story arc ended, but they kept going on later on.
0: <laughs> right. No, but I mean, Yu Gi Oh at least those were different, right? And it didn't really always feature Yu Gi. It had other people. Right. That's what um, this is
1: also i mean though yeah. so
0: yeah um i i, I give them props because they could easily just keep going with with ash right? so unless lasted 20,
1: 25 years <laughs> yeah
0: it's like what's another year or two or whatever at this point um so but it's it's i'm glad that they're like you could technically end um so and and you are gonna see you know misty and brock come back and then I, they've already shown, I think, the Butterfree is going to reunite with him and, uh, and Pikachu and all that. So that's cool. Uh, I'll be happy to watch that eventually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's get on to what we have been playing here. Uh, I guess we can start with the game that we've both been playing. Uh, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII Reunion.
1: Yeah, how far uh, are you mouthful.
0: in it? Um, so I am in chapter five
1: okay i i uh, was in chapter five and then I basically like almost restarted the entire game Wow uh, because there are ways to really break the game from the dmw and like certain like I'm trying to like break the character or break zach to like beat God deer and
0: yeah <laughs> um I've kind of just done that with doing a bunch of the little mini mission right um that's what i've been doing and then basically i mean time, yeah
1: you didn't play you didn't play crisis Core on psp right
0: no i didn't so so yeah i mean what do you think of the game or i i think it's you know i haven't finished it obviously i've heard that the ending is apparently the the most memorable part of the game the the story is is kind of like okay um I like just knowing that there's another side of Sephiroth that we don't see in Final Fantasy 7 Like I like that well, there's you mean where he actually and, has depth. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like <laughs> there's a backstory to Sephiroth, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, um, I like Zack as a character for the most part. They, um,
1: the, the one criticism I have of this thing is they replaced all the voice actors.
0: Right, and, and with, most of uh, them sound remake guys. Ah, no. I thought that's what they said. They put it was with the remake actors.
1: Well, I mean they replaced everyone, and they didn't keep like. I mean, there are characters like Angeal and Genesis that show up, you know, that are in this game that aren't in seven seven remake. Right. Well, Also, obviously, but the guy that got doing Zach is terrible. (laughs) Just know, I I
0: can't can't vouch for that. Just know he was much better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like in the original seven game or Crisis Score, rather, like. He's much more of like the energetic puppy that like angel makes fun of him for. Like he's way more energetic. And this in this one he just kind of really falls flat.
0: So they try to make him a little bit more like between the original character and Cloud.
1: Yeah. Which hey, uh, guess who he shows up eventually?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I think we all know that Cloud eventually <laughs> is there with him. I think if you know anything about fun if you played Ooh. a little bit of Final Fantasy Seven, I think you, yeah, you would know that. Um, so yeah, I th- I think uh, the gameplay is fun, uh, and that's the thing is, um, this was obviously meant to be played in short bursts, it was on PSP, right? So the chapters are like an hour or so long. The there's mini missions that you do that you can get items that you would that you'll eventually get in the game by fusing materia or. Um, or just finding it throughout the story, but like because I've done so many of these mini missions, I already have like all the Augas, uh, which that breaks the game by itself. Like when you get all the, the aga level spells, no,
1: no, no, can, trust me, yeah. there, there's way,
0: way further ways to
1: break that game.
0: <laughs> well, but I'm already ha- like having no problem getting through, oh, yeah. Uh, the story missions, and then once also, you start doing yeah.
1: like the I think it's like the mission ten, like because the mission structure is like one one dash one dash one or like four right. You know, the main mission is four, the subheading is two, and like the the mission is like number three or whatever. Like there are some missions in the game that are really screwed up. Uh, but yeah, for like the most like the easy stuff is like yeah, it's really approachable. Yeah,
0: and I. It looks a lot they did a great job in in redoing the graphics so that it would look a lot more like Final Fantasy 7 remake. You know, the UI looks very similar. Um the you'll tell the difference because they, they kept the pre-rendered cutscenes, so those uh, look really bad compared yeah, to the they kept the, yeah. the
1: only two I noticed were the intro is bad, like holy crap. And yeah, the intro the, <laughs> the uh Angeal Genesis Sephiroth fight, like is not great looking (laughs) like it doesn't look as bad no but holy hell
0: but they said that anything that's in engine like the that stuff they kept it all from the PSP. no because the
1: summons are different the summon.
0: well the summons yes the summons yeah but the ones with actual characters that's from the PSP. so it looks weird um i'm playing it on switch uh it, it runs really well i haven't had one slow down i, I, nothing. I hope so <laughs>
1: yeah
0: um i mean it's obviously not running at 60 it's running at 30 but it still runs really well uh i mean i'm i don't know if the characters are gonna look that much better on ps5 no but yeah it, I, i'm having fun just be playing the game like the, the gameplay is fun like yeah. um it's i don't like, that's the fun part to me it's like weirdly
1: addicting you know
0: <laughs> yeah exactly I keep doing those missions over and over and over. I mean, uh, it, because it, they are so quick.
1: Yeah, it helps. Yeah, it helps that the missions only take like two or three minutes, or you know, it, it depends on how how much you want to go around for crap. But
0: yeah, but because it like I have gotten to that part where it's like, oh, I think I'm just gonna leave it. I got two of the items, and then the la- the two that I wasn't gonna get, that's where I actually got something that's useful. So it's like, yeah. god damn it, I can't just leave this box here because it might actually be something that. I might actually use
1: right. um
0: but no i, I like the fusing material things neat uh i like the fact that you anytime you meet a character they get added to the dmw the dmw doesn't really mess with you it's actually really just there to kind of like help you and give you random crap like you'll randomly get uh oh no zero mp so yeah yeah although i, know, I you,
1: do the only the only thing is i do kind of wish
0: it was in more of like a level
1: uh, structure.
0: Yeah, I, I do f- like because the gaining levels is random too. That's also part of the DMW. I mean, so it's like nah. it, it is
1: slightly random. Like, like there is kind of like an invisible experience counter, like that's yeah. always kind of running. But I mean, that's one of the ways you can kind of break the DMW in a sense. But yeah, so there's just kind of a more, at least with that, like a more traditional level structure. That'd be
0: yeah. And I mean, I don't know if that has to do with because I've done so many of the missions. Uh, the side missions that, like, I'm at level 29 or something like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you just play through the story, if you'll be still at level 29. Uh, uh, I mean, you gain
1: some. Like, you yeah. there are, some, like, I think I finished the PSP one at like 40 or maybe like 50. Yeah. Uh, I've, it's been a long time though.
0: Yeah, I, I think that. It's not necessarily because uh, I've heard that they don't change anything. It's They left the game as is. so Right. It's basically like I this mean, is isn't... the same thing like Final Fantasy VII. Like we gave you the game the way it was so you can play it because get ready because I'm sure Rebirth is going to just flip all that crap on its head. So, Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to get through the rest of the game and the ending that everybody talks about. And then uh, yeah, we'll good. see what Rebirth does when we when yeah. get to it.
1: I mean, I think some of the later chapters are pretty short too, but I know like chapter nine is pretty long, uh, yeah. because they want you to like go through every, you know, do all the missions if you can.
0: Right. Good. Good luck with that secret boss, by the way. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I only paid 30 bucks for it cause I didn't realize that I had all these, uh, points and then, you know, having money in my wallet, I also didn't know about it for the switch. So that was yeah, cool.
1: I got it for 50 yeah. and I like, I got the steel so I'm happy. <laughs>
0: I think <laughs> uh it's definitely something that you know, since we're gonna be waiting so long for rebirth, I don't know yeah. that you need to rush out and get it right now. You could wait for it to go on a sale in the middle of the year uh and play it then. But I do think you should play it uh before rebirth, obviously. And if you haven't played Final Fantasy Seven at all, this is not the game to start with. I think you should at least play seven, the original, or seven uh, remake.
1: Uh, I actually think that's kind of the uh- I would actually say the opposite. Like, if you never played Final Fantasy VII, this is kind of a good starting zone because it explains. Yeah, but you fucking Final Fantasy it, VII.
0: <laughs> it does, but like, I think it's better to like have the context of seven and then go back and be like, "Oh, wow, you get to know all this stuff," and not just like go from here to seven. I don't know. That's just my thought from
1: the one. The one kind of funny thing in Crisis Core is like I like how they explain a bunch of stuff that's not in seven at all. Like right cisne is not in seven like in yep, any, you know in anything and like she's a great character i think uh or like uh what's his name sang is not like not in i mean he's in final Fantasy mm-hmm. seven but he's like barely a character
0: <laughs> yeah the other ones are in it more uh rude and reno uh, yeah reno yeah so
1: or like how it's funny in crisis court how prevalent uh cell phones are Yes, well, it's and the like, old like
0: '90s cell phones, though, like flip phones. Yeah, but like,
1: like they're not even a factor in like Final Fantasy 7. It's so it's yeah, so funny. Um,
0: yeah, and I I I think, and if you're a big Sephiroth fan, I think you're gonna you're gonna like this because again, you get more context Sephiroth yeah. as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, I've also I don't yeah, know. But, you want to go ahead and?
1: Well, we both played that four spoken uh, demo. I mean, what do you think of that? Um,
0: it felt kind of clunky. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah. The <laughs> like, the way you do the magic spells is like really clunky. Like I wasn't a big fan of the Okay, I got to hit R1 to change it and then R2 to hold it and then if you want to do a quick blast it doesn't always work like that and then there's the other spells that are on L1 and it's like it's like too much.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I I I guess kind of got used to it. But, like, that's a, that's a weird game to demo because they just kind of throw you into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do kind of just throw you into it. And then the, the like, parkour stuff, like, getting around is fun. Uh, and, like, I like dodging around and all that stuff is her. And uh, But I don't know. The, the magic stuff was kind of cumbersome a little bit. Um, and then, like, the, the waypoints, there was, like, way too much. Yeah. They, had, like, put all five missions there in the front. Like there, where you could see them, and it's like, why not just do one at a time? Uh, well, um,
1: it makes me think that the game, the whole thing is just gonna be like open world, you know, almost like uh, Final Fantasy 15 or something.
0: Yeah, well, makes sense, that's where that the yeah. studios uh, from, but uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you can talk about Chained Echoes and then I'll talk about my crap. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've I've really liked uh, Chain Echoes a lot. Um, it's on Game Pass, so you can play it there where you can. Uh, play it on any of the systems as well or play it on switch or whatever but um it's a pixel art like it looks like it could be a snes game basically and it feels very uh it's old school jrpg goodness turn-based battles all that stuff so if you've been missing a game like that this is definitely one to check out uh so there's a little bit of like, you play different stories and they eventually just all combine into one uh, to go on to, like, the main quest, which is interesting. Um, I'm still probably pretty early in. I don't know how long this game is, to be fair. Uh, I love the battle system, though. I think it's very interesting that you have this bar that you have to, like, kind of fiddle with while you do attacks. Like, you... You have to constantly be watching it because they have this first part of the bar, which is like, you're like free get to everything. Then this middle part of the bar, which they call the overdrive, which is where you want to be in. And then they have the, the red part of the bar, which you don't want to get in because if you do, the enemies will be a lot more powerful and be able to hurt you more with their attacks and everything. Um, I just was really impressed with how they make that work. Uh, there's a lot of characters on there's a, well, there's supposed to be eight eventually, but you can have a party of four um, a, in there at one time, and then you can switch out the parties, uh, the characters whenever you want, Yeah. which that's pretty neat as well. As, I mean, as long as they're not staggered or dead, uh, you can do that, which I think, Again, this was uh, really well done on their part. Um, I it controls really well. They move around really fast. It feels smooth. Um, You have different the way you level up attacks is interesting as well. So like you have like your actual attacks, like skills. Then you have like support abilities, and then you have um, some other abilities. And so you get like stars eventually uh, for each character. And you can then decide what moves and attacks you want to do, or, or want to gain, and then you can go through. And depending on how many of those attacks you get, then you go to a next system where you get more stuff. So, um, isn't it
1: funny in uh, Crisis Core how they have that like reward system at the end of battles that they introduce again like, in Chapter Five? <laughs>
0: Yes, the oh well when he gets uh as part of becoming uh first first
1: class, yeah.
0: First class, it like grades you on how well you do on your battle. But then and... it gives you like
1: oh AP or MP. You know, it's like this would have been helpful Yeah. In chapter two.
0: <laughs> well, I know I agree with you there that it would be t- helpful in chapter two, but it it makes sense that because he's first now you get this, and it yeah. really does help because when you do have those like overpowered spells, you can just knock out the whole. Uh, everybody on screen and then you can get um you can like get 40 points yeah. for your MP yeah get your, and... you get your mp
1: back from doing the one spell or two spells exactly get 40 back so
0: so you don't have to i mean, but uh, honestly you get so much money in that game that you can just rebuy all the ethers and the potions and all that stuff that you want you don't even have to really worry about that <laughs> no trust uh, me
1: uh there's yeah. some stuff that are that are expensive that you will need to buy like the game oh later
0: Okay. Yeah. I think there's,
1: there's a whole armor set called the Genji set, which is, like, game-breaking, oh, okay, uh, okay. like, intentionally. And, like, one of them is, like, it needs a million gil to buy.
0: Well, I, to be fair, I'm not playing on hard mode. I'm playing on normal. No, no. no, no. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I've really been enjoying Chain Echoes. Uh, that's what I was playing mostly tonight. Um, I was trying to – High on Life was taking, for some reason, way too long to download, so I didn't get to try that. I played that Forspoken demo and then I got stuck on playing more Chain Echoes before we started. I was gonna try to do at least another chapter of Crisis Core, but then I got hooked on that. So, yeah, definitely if you're a big fan of old school RPG, you know JRPGs, I would definitely give this a shot, especially if you have a Game Pass. Why not? Yeah. All right, uh, go ahead.
1: Yeah, my stuff. I I played The Witcher Three on PS Five. Uh, okay, it's all right. You know it's what you expect. <laughs>
0: yeah the look the look better
1: or... uh yeah i mean it still kind of runs the same like, maybe i can run like a like a hair faster but it's still good yeah. it's like it still takes it's still like way too long in like meandering you know and it's funny because like the game is like when you first booted it up it's like oh we included like several fan made mods in the game but it doesn't tell you what they are like okay and i have no idea like like I, I guess some stuff is a little different than i remember but i was like you know, five years or that was eight years ago, so but yeah, it's still all right. Uh, me and Jens played House of Ashes, it's one of those dark anthology games. Uh, okay, <laughs> like we didn't have a great run because I well, of the five main characters, two died, <laughs> and they oh, were actually kind of my fault, <laughs> at least with both. Um, uh, so we're gonna replay it again. We, we started replaying it with the, the opposite character. Uh, and they are gonna hopefully like survive. Have everyone survive. Um,
0: I don't played the other ones. We
1: played before. the first one that Madame Medan. That was like not as good. Like this is a little better at least. I just don't like the main actress. It's actually Tisdale, and she seems very oh,
0: okay. It, yeah. It's very improbable. <laughs> yeah,
1: and she and like in this game, she's like military. Like she's like in in Iraq, like military. Translator or whatever, and I think like, this is a little improbable, but okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, considering the roles, the other roles she has done, uh, I agree with you. I wouldn't believe that.
1: Yeah. Uh, while well, still fine, I got like two weeks left in the subscription, so I got to start doing the reviews. Like, there's a real lack of content in that game at least for, for right now, because <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, you need- telling me about that? Yeah, it's like you need to get your reputation up in these four, uh, factions to get progress the story, and it's like. I've done everything I can, or at least most everything I can, and I can't go any higher. (laughs) I mean, I guess there are ways to grind, really grind it out, but I'm not going to waste my life doing that. Like, oh, you can turn in these things that gives you, like these, you know, treasures gives you 15 reputation points at a time. It's like, woo, I I only need 2,500 more points to get to the next level, so,
0: you know, do the math, (laughs) you know. So, like, you did everything already? And...
1: I've done... I haven't done everything, but I've done, like, 90% of everything, <laughs> or, you know, uh, at least it's the main quest line stuff, and it, it's, like, they finally introduced daily quests, and that, that does help, but they don't... Unlike with, like, past games, they don't really repeat the next day, or they do a, Like, some do, but not, not a ton. So, I said, so, alright, well, I guess I can, you know, do the uh, fish, you know, world event again, and Get some paltry rewards from that. Uh, last thing I'll mention, and this is a little while ago, but it, it's something funny. I hooked up my original Xbox console, uh, because I wanted to, I think, I wanted to like check out something on it. I hit the power button and it, and it was fine. I hit the eject button on the DVD drive and it made a horrible grinding sound. And I'm like, I only replaced the DVD drive once because I had the, one of the crappy drives, like, I replaced it with the good one. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah. holy hell! And I took a flashlight and looked inside. The belt that ejected the disc, like, broken half. Ooh. Like the rubber band part. So I ordered another one, and I actually got it replaced. But it was just like really funny because I'm like, well, I guess I'm, I mean I haven't turned that thing on like four or five years, so I guess it just you know dried out, and then
0: yeah, when oh, I finally I hit
1: eject, like... I was like,
0: nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, you should've used me.
1: Yeah, more often. But you wouldn't like. I heard that grinding sound. Like, what the hell is that? Like, I was like, holy crap! <laughs> that's
0: like, oh crap! Something happened here. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Uh, I was, I was really wanting to put to the finish of Witcher three. I didn't. I mean, I didn't finish the game or anything, but I finished the review. And then I, once it was submitted, I quickly deleted it and then started playing Crisis Core. <laughs> oh well.
0: Hey, sometimes that's all. Yeah, and then uh, to be fair, Witcher three is. Uh, who hasn't played that game at this point? Right. So, like,
1: I think you really person. need to know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like, do you really need to know, like, that much? Okay, that's, it looks better. It's The Witcher 3.
1: That, that's why I, my, my review is actually pretty short on 411 because I'm just like, my first paragraph is, like, you know, The Witcher. Like, it ain't rocket science. So, I'll just right. talk about my, my experience playing the PS5 version and go from there. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't need to give you a whole breakdown. Yeah. Right. Um, Anything else? You...
1: no, nope, that's been about it. There's a game I want in the store that I'm going to try to afford soon, if I or try to get it if I can. Ever what ever game heard is of that? Tail Concerto? No. Okay, it's an old PS1 game where you play an anime dog in a robot suit hunting cats. That sounds awesome. And you you shoot bubbles at the cats and then you scoop them up and throw them in your backpack. It's all right. Hey,
0: that's it's also cool. F-
1: it's also four hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> Jeez, oh, four hundred dollars! Holy crap!
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to do it for us here. Um, we'll definitely be back. Um, so I apologize that we. thus we haven't been on a good schedule lately. I've, my personal situation hasn't been good. Um, I essentially, like homeless so i don't i you know come over here to my where you know my mom and daughters to do this recording and then i'm either sleeping in a hotel or in my car right now we're waiting on an apartment to approve us we got some good news today hopefully they got the last freaking documents they need and the next time we hear from them it's to be like hey uh you can come sign the lease now which hopefully is is like after christmas they call us in and go okay come sign the lease and and you're good uh so hopefully we can definitely get a uh, most anticipated games of next year uh show out before the year ends um i have to see how we're going to do the best games of 2022 cuz i think i've played at least 10 games <laughs> that yeah. would fit. Um, I haven't played a ton this year because of mainly this issue. So, And then this happens at a bad time where this is usually the time where I'm catching up on all the stuff that I didn't get to play throughout the year. So I haven't been able to do that. So that's that kind of sucks for this. But we'll get to it. Um, I We're at least going to do one more show for the end of the year. I don't know if we're going to do both. Uh, I don't want to commit too much And then stuff happens because you know once you're Moving that's another whole thing Too so It looks like the first big Game of next year is going to be uh, The One Piece Odyssey game Which is January 13th Right now so I'm excited For that that looks like it's Going to be really good um, So then it's a proper Like One Piece RPG JRPG so has turn based battles and everything, so we'll see. Um, I know. I think you've talked about it a little bit of how you feel about the Fire Emblem Gage. Are you gonna get that? Or? I actually
1: did pre order uh, the special edition copy, so I'll get that eventually.
0: Okay, so you won't have to wait too long to get play your your first uh, big game of right. the year. I still, I don't know. That demo didn't really convince me. I don't know that I'm gonna like go rush out and buy Forspoken. Uh, now, but
1: I mean, it's uh, a game yeah. that like waiting for reviews isn't a bad idea,
0: <laughs> yeah. That might be one of those where I just wait for uh, reviews, plus who knows how long so, yeah. that, that one piece game is gonna take.
1: Like, I think I might like Forspoken because it you seem kind of janky, like Sonic Frontiers. So, yeah, I may actually like it, but it's not exactly like a like it, it's not technically broken, but it feels really weird. So, that's why I like it, it isn't a good a Good review volume, you know, good review policy, <laughs>
0: yeah. That's yeah, that's not a bad thing to go by there. So, but um yeah, there's definitely some big games coming in January. We'll see. And we'll see what the that year holds for us, but again, we'll we'll come in and talk about our most this bit of games uh at least before the year's out and then we'll see if we get to those best games of 2022 before the year's out. But uh enjoy your Christmas everybody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Yep. And we'll be back next week at some point. Uh, See you later.
1: Later.